we are, folks. You know, we haven't done a pre-show in a long time. We used to do pre-shows. Well, you know, the pre-show is just kind of like, it's confusing as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Were they really? Well, yeah, because you're like, did I, like, is the, because if you're streaming it, you're like, is the stream messed up? Is the download messed up? Why, why? Explain. Well, no, it's just because, like, sometimes, like, if you're downloading, like, I, I do it on my phone. Yeah. If you're streaming it, sometimes you're like, oh, something in the stream's wrong. They didn't upload the whole file. <laughs> And well, now, cause it what? Because it just starts in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm starting in the middle of the show. What oh, show? Okay. Hey, I want. <laughs> All right, we haven't done a pre-show. Track in a long one. Time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flip over to side B. Yeah, I, I would like to welcome everyone to the studio and say this is this is a very special time of year. It's end of year. Everyone's reflecting upon the year, looking forward to 2013, uh, celebrating various holidays, feel-good holidays. New Year's Eat Everything Holidays Eat Everything Holidays <laughs> And uh, this is our episode 72 Which is December 15th, 2012 I'm here in the studio with Matt Marash Hey, how's it going guys? My name is Michael Rosso And this is ending which What has been a fantastic year here, year here at the FPP It was a really solid year I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to do this show And to talk about film And the craft of, of, of shooting film And enjoying photography using film It's, it's awesome Jump, jump right in on this show we have a ton of letters i have an announcement of all the giveaways people who've won some camera giveaways in the last few months oh great here are great some great topics that that matt's uh chitty chat about <laughs> uh talking about your portfolio using the fpp plastic filmtastic debonair in the studio uh, we're going to have an e6 fuji film giveaway big giveaway e6 with processing that's, that's the whoa idea. Yeah. Okay, so folks, so this is we're still reeling from PDN. This is all like leftovers. They yeah. Fuji didn't not, not only surprised us, they just blew us away. These so this is all courtesy of Fujifilm USA. This giveaway, prepaid mailers, 120, 35, yeah. but we'll get to that later. Yeah. What, what are you doing right now, Mike? Hold those up, Matt. Color protection Color film. Protection. Wait, Mike. No, no, no. Slap it down. Slap it down. <laughs> I don't have to. Wh- what? This is. Uh, I'm shooting with my uh, Polaroid Impulse camera. It's a 600 camera with the new, uh, came out this fall, Impossible Project PX680 color protection film. I don't have to protect it from light anymore. Oh, oh my gosh. It's like the way it used to be. It is. It is. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. When we come back from break, we're going to be talking about that, th- that as well. On this show also... We have some darkroom tips. Okay. Mm-hmm. Darkroom tips. I'm going to be pulling out some vintage holiday spots. Like, you know, Michael Landon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. You know, all the holiday Kodak spots, the Polaroid spots. You know what we can call this, Mike? What? A very chrome Christmas. A very chrome Christmas. You know, I have a self-timer on here. I'll pull out the uh, Christmas hats. We'll, we'll get our shot of us fantastic yeah now if we want to be really cheesy we can call it Veracrome Christmas but I don't think we want to do that <laughs> no 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 that'd be a very black a very monochrome Christmas yeah yeah uh, you have a book of the month yes your new pal Annie Leibowitz oh my god so yeah, yeah well we'll talk about that yeah okay lots of stuff this episode we'll be right back
fragrant moments of this Christmas will fade away before you know it. Are you going to let them go without pictures? In color? On Kodak film? Before the magic is memory, see your photo dealer and ask for the film in the familiar yellow box. Kodak film. For the times of your life. Breaking news. Go to your family's basements, your family's attic, drawers. Turn things upside down and look for your family's 110 film camera. Yep, 110 film is back. The film photography store is now stocking fresh 110 film. And if you don't have a camera, 110 new and vintage cameras. That's right, filmphotographystore.com. Support the FPP. Check out, try, revitalize your interest in 110 film. 110 film is back. You thinking about trying it? You've never shot 110? Now's the time to do it. Filmphotographystore.com. We're carrying the new Lomography, the Orca 110 black and white. That's 100 ASA 110 film. The Lomography Tiger. Tiger 200 film. That's 200 ASA color film. And the Fugatsu. 400 color film. That's 400 ASA color film. Never, ever, ever would I thought that 2012 would have brought such awesome new 110 film stocks. Now's the time to check it out. Filmphotographystore.com. It helps the FPP. Very appreciative of all the folks that have been to the Film Photography Store over the last year. We're celebrating our one-year anniversary of having our online store. Please do check it out. Thank you very much. Hey, we're back. Hey, Matt. Lomography this month celebrates their 20th anniversary. That's right, 1992 to 2012. FPP Man on the Street Hunter White was there at the Lomography party in New York City. Let's roll it in. This is FPP's Man on the Street Hunter White, and I'm sitting here with Liad Cohen. Liad Cohen of Lomography, New York City. Um, what's your exact title, by the way? I'm the USA General Manager. USA General Manager. Okay, um, kind of the big thing, well, first off, it's the 20th anniversary of Lomography. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, kind of the big thing that I will look back on in 2012 is um, the introduction of 110. Can you tell us a little bit about the reason behind 110 introduction and how it's gone? Is it bigger than you thought it would be? Is it underperforming? How's it going? Well, the reason for reintroducing 110 is because there was this really cool film format that nobody was really capitalizing on. Kodak had sort of abandoned the format. They were the inventors of it originally, and they were not um, releasing new films. And we saw an opportunity to bring back something that photographers could use as a really cool tool. It's always been our sort of mission is to provide creative uh, snapshot photography tools to lomographers and photographers and anyone else who wants to use the cameras that we make and the products we make. So. 110 Film was just a natural choice. Uh, we loved the idea of making miniaturized versions of our popular cameras. We thought that was just a really cool idea. And it's kind 110, of a no-brainer. The no-brainer, exactly. So uh, 110, making 110 Film just was the next logical step. Uh, so far, it's been going pretty well. We, we've seen some, some of the cameras perform really well. Some of them are performing you know, moderately well. But the, the reception and the response to having 110 Film available again has been overwhelmingly positive. So it's been really terrific. And we have some 110, more 110 Films coming down the pike that are going to be really exciting too as well. Okay, and currently how many 110 Films and 110 cameras do you have? We have two models, let's say. Uh, we have the, the Fisheye 110, and 110 Baby and the Diana 110 Baby. And we have more coming in 2013. 
and there are three films. There's a color negative film, a black and white film, and a red scale film. You can probably assume what the next films will be, uh, just if you do logically think about it. Obviously, I won't tell you, but uh, you can make the assumption that um, we will fill all the film categories um, and multiple speeds and so on. But it's really just like the beginning right now, and um, there's really some exciting things uh, with 110 film coming from us as well, for sure. Kind of what's the most popular 110 film on camera? If someone was to come in, never shot 110 before, what would you say, most people like this, most people get this, you should get this? Yeah, everybody loves the, the Diana baby. They think it's just adorable, and it is. I mean, and the picture quality is, is surprisingly great. You know, I mean, we, 110, obviously, you're going to get a little less quality than a 35mm or a 120 film because it's a smaller negative, but the quality level of the photos is just something special about them. So people really love the, the Diana camera. And of course, Color Negative is always the most popular film. Um, the black and white film is beautiful, and I've seen some really amazing shots with black and white film, but of course, the Color Negative film is always being the most popular. The Red Scale film is a little bit more of a novelty film, so it's not oh, any, ever going to be uh, as high a performer yeah. as Color Negative. So. Kind of the opposite of 110, medium format. You guys have a medium format camera this year, correct? Yes. We launched the Bel Air X612. It's it's pre-launched, meaning that it's not in the hands of, of many people yet. It's still only been shipped to a few people. Um, but the camera is just amazing. It's, uh, the, the, the real sort of selling points of the camera are that it has three different formats. You can shoot 6x6, 6x9, and 6x12. I was just about to ask what format. Yes. And then the other really great thing about it is that it has a built-in light meter like the LCA. So what you can do is you're, shooting, you're basically going to be able to shoot 6x12 format photos with a light meter with a manually set ASA and a manual aperture change. So just that alone makes it a really special and unique thing. We are going to introduce more lenses down the road. It comes with two lenses now, but down the road we will introduce more lenses, including glass lenses, that I think will be really uh, an exciting um, you know, sort of uh, upgrade from even yeah. the quality that you're seeing now. So it's, it's a really incredible addition to the Lomography lineup. It's probably the most exciting thing that that for me that I've seen Lomography put out in a really long time and I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I have a, a tester that I get to shoot around with and I'm in, just absolutely in love with it. You guys have a bunch of 110 films. I assume you guys have 120 films. Yes. Um, can you break us down a little bit about what you guys offer in that category? Yeah, 120, we, have, we cover a, a lot of things. We have um, color negative films in 100, 400, and 800 speeds. We also have black and white films in 100 and 400 speeds. We, um, we have, at times, it's very hard to keep in stock uh, slide films. We've uh, introduced a 200 speed slide film which is um, uh, really great for cross-processing. You get this very like citrusy tone when you cross-process it. And we also introduced red scale film. So we've had um, a red scale, uh, regular red scale 100 speed film and then a red scale 50 to 200 um, 100 range uh, film that you can, you can shoot at higher speeds and, and, and it changes the tone from red to slightly orange, yellowish and golden. So it's a really versatile kind of red scale film that it's just a difference of like which film you flip backwards, whether it's 100 speed or 400 speed. You get a different uh, sort of effect through the red emulsion on a higher speed film than on a lower speed film. So, um, As I'm sure people can probably hear below us, there's quite a party going on in celebration of the 20th anniversary. How has, I guess, Lomography kind of, how has it changed since the beginning? How has it kind of grown into something? Was it what you guys were expecting or what? I don't think anybody knew what to expect. I think Lomography has always been about the unexpected, and uh, likewise in the development of the company, I think that we've always kind of kind of rolled with the changes, but we've always kept our mission very clear. It's always been about analog photography. It's always been about providing people with tools to enhance their creativity. 
And I think we've always been successful doing that and we continue to be successful doing that. The one thing I think is that we've done is that we've been a lot more bold in the cameras that we've, we've done. I mean, it, it was a pretty bold choice when Lomography decided to remake the LCA. I mean, for a long time, the LCA camera was uh, a big sort of uh, keystone camera of our brand, but it wasn't made by us. Yeah. And then when it went out of production, to reproduce that camera was a major leap forward for Lomography because it's a different type of tooling than doing any of the other cameras that were done in the past. It took about six months to find the right factory to even make this camera. And um, once that camera was made, I think it made Lomography a lot more bold. And we realized that there wasn't really anything that we couldn't do. And I think now with you know doing things like a movie camera, like the Lomokino camera that we came out with last year, uh, with doing this um, Bel Air camera and the projects that we have coming up in the future, which may even go beyond the realm of analog photography, are really, really exciting. And you know, we don't have any limitations on us. We, we don't really put any obstacles up for ourselves. We overcome obstacles that are put in front of us. And the goal has always just been to create and, and provide these tools for the community and to see what they show us with the tools that we provide for them. And that's an incredible, uh, incredibly successful thing that we've been doing. Um, regardless of what our sales are or regardless of how many, you know, how many stores we open or how many products, the fact that the creativity that comes back from the community when they have these tools in their hands is the success of the company. And it's, uh, it's, uh, in that regard, we are a tremendously successful brand. Speaking of the community, I guess I've always wondered, like, what, I guess, is the kind of person that would come into Lomography? You know, is it kind of older people who, like, haven't shot film and, like, wait, they still make film? Or is it younger people trying to get into it? What type of person is really the Lomography community, I guess? I would answer that as all of the above. I mean, it's, um, there are a lot of people who just love the fact that it's film photography. They, they champion us because we champion this idea and they don't want to let film photography go. They don't want to let the analog side of life kind of go. They like the analog lifestyle. But then there's just people who just, you know, think the cameras are cool looking. They want a, something simple to pull out of their bag and shoot pictures with on a, on a nice day when they're out with their friends or on, when they're out at a club or something. It's really all, all walks of life. I mean, we have an age range that I would say uh, is heavier in the middle, say like from 18 to 35 is really the heavy user. But we have young people using the cameras. We have older people using the cameras. We have people from all over the world using cameras. I mean, we are a very international brand. We have subsidiaries in many, many countries, and we, we've really reached parts of the world that we never thought would be possible. I yeah. mean, you, you know, you could, you could have a Lomography meetup in any city in the world, and there's going to be people showing up for it. And that's an amazing thing. So it's hard for us to sort of pinpoint and, and nail down who our target audience is. It's everyone who wants to be creative, and that's everyone. You know, everybody yeah. finds some creativity in themselves, and we provide tools for people to do that. So... Yeah, that's really the answer. People are dying to know. You kind of mentioned the future. People are dying to know. Can you tell us a little bit about what you guys might be coming out with in 2013? I mean, obviously, I cannot tell you new products. I mean, the reason for that is just that there's a lot of work that goes into this, and we don't want anybody to scoop us on these yeah. stories. Obviously, it's important for us to be the ones to, to share this information with the community, but you can be sure that there will be new cameras. Very early in the year, even, there's new cameras, um, and they will be very, very unique. Uh, I know... Yeah, I'm going to tease you now a little bit, but I know of one project that's coming next year that, to me, is the most exciting project so far. Oh, no. And, um, and I can't wait to have one of these cameras in my hand. Um, as much as, as I am like involved in the business side of Lomography, I'm a Lomographer. I'm a hardcore Lomographer. I've shot 25,000 rolls of film in my, in my life. Uh, to me, this, project, this new camera is the ultimate Lomography tool that I cannot wait to have in my hand. So... Uh, I'm very, very excited about it. 
Um, you can be sure that there will be new films. You can be sure that there will be uh, new additions to the 110 line. You can be sure that there will be new accessories to complement the recent uh, products that we've released. And you can always be sure that there will be new additions of current cameras. That's something that we always do, and, and that's, that pattern is not going to change. But the really new, exciting projects, I can't really tell you much more than that. Just brace yourself. It's really, really great. All right. Well, thank you anyway. Um, and people can go to what website to find out? I would go to Lomography.com. You can. Um, the, the website is amazing. It has every resource possible for a Lomographer or a film photographer. We have camera reviews, film reviews. We have an upload section where you can load, upload your photos and share them with, your, with the community. We have contests, we have articles um, that are related to analog photography. We have famous people who shoot with our cameras and give us interviews and stories about what they did with the cameras. So it's a, it's a cornucopia of, uh, of analog photography resources. And uh, Lomography.com is the place to go. And go there, sign up, open up a Loma home, and be a part of the fun. All right, definitely check it out, everybody. This is FPP's Man on the Street signing off for now. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Well, he caught me doing a not-so-great job wrapping a great Christmas gift. A Kodak Tele-Instamatic 608 camera. It's almost like giving two cameras, because it has two lenses. Okay, Star, do your stuff. Look how the telephoto lens can make the best part of your picture bigger. A Kodak Tele 608 camera doesn't cost a great deal of money. But it gives a great deal of pleasure. And like all Kodak gifts, the Tele 608 camera says, Open me first to save Christmas in pictures. Hey, I'm sitting here with William, and we're in the FPP virtual store. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm here to urge you to go find your mom, your grandpops, your friends, Polaroid camera in your closet or attic or basement. Anyone you know, guarantee you they have a Polaroid camera. Get that camera and start shooting with it. Absolutely, you should do that. And uh, William has been uh, working here in the FPP store, our virtual store that has a you know real three-dimensional shipping department <laughs> with a real person in it. Yes. If someone orders something, uh, you'll be talking to them. Yes, I'll be speaking with you. Oh, that's awesome. You can come to the FPP store to stock that camera with film, whether it's SX-70, 600, or Spectra with the Impossible Project film because we're an Impossible Project partner store. That's right. And that's very exciting. Or if you find like an old pack camera, we are like your Fuji Pack film headquarters. Oh, we have Fuji 3000B, Fuji 100B, and we have Fuji 100C. Yeah. Yeah, we have some expired Polaroid in there too. Filmphotographystore.com or just click the store tab on our website, filmphotographyproject.com, for all you folks out there. And I can't tell you how many of you have, like, grabbed a Polaroid camera and you're excited. You're like, hey, man, I picked up my Polaroid camera because, you know, you were talking about it so much that I did it myself. And William, there's not one person. They're all like, I love it. I've actually been affected. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, he had what happened. So I was at a garage sale, and I found what was it, a, uh, a Polaroid Impulse. Impulse, which and I made an impulse buy, and uh, Mike checked it out. It actually works. They're very sturdy little cameras. Sturdy little cameras. Uh, impulse is a 600 camera. It would take uh, the Impossible PX600 or PX680. Now we have the new color protection film, the newest uh, chemistry from the Impossible Project. So, hey, I just wanted to share that with everyone just so everyone knows. Color protection film. Cool. Filmphotographystore.com. Hey, we're back. Matt and I have been enjoying shooting the new Impossible Project film, which uh, I would guess that they're going to have a new emulsion probably in the spring or, or maybe come, come the new year. They've really hit their stride with this stuff, though. I mean... 
Uh, everybody was excited about it this summer. Nobody could get their hands on it. Those that did were like freaking out just because secret is it's amazing. Yep. For f- folks out there listening who want to know what the heck we're talking about, Polaroid stopped making film in 2009. In 2010, an indie company called The Impossible Project announced they're going to start making film for Polaroid 600 cameras, Polaroid SX70 cameras, and Polaroid Spectra cameras. And now have gone so far as to make 8x10 film as well. Yeah. They did not have the Polaroid formula, so they were banging their heads against the wall. They were really doing the impossible. They, would, they were coming up with new emulsions, and these emulsions were very light sensitive. So when you shot this film, you had to be very careful about shielding the film from any existing light. It could ruin your yeah. film. Oh, yeah. But come fall 2012, they, they came out with a new emulsion called color protection, which means when it pops out of the camera, you no longer need to shield it from light, which makes it now amazing. And when I say amazing, it's because now you could like recommend this to your grandpa. Yes. Your mom, your dad, your aunt. Someone in your family who maybe in the past you didn't want to recommend it because you knew they wouldn't understand how to use the film because it was experimental. Yes, and I've had a couple cases of that. I was giving away cameras and impossible film to relatives, and they were like... They'd hit you in the head with the camera. It's black. What is this? Yeah. It's white. What is this? Yeah. yeah. Or they'd, cut, they'd take the film and try to cut you with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the camera at Yeah. You. Uh, you know, I, hey, I received so that's that film is uh, amazing and awesome and now available and and uh, it's 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 green pastures ahead. I think I think the the newer emulsions that are going to c- come out in 2013. I think I would guess they're going to try to crack the time barrier. Yeah, yeah, and really, it takes about 20 minutes now to develop. 20 minutes to start seeing it come in. It's it's fully set within within the hour. They say. You know, if you want it to be like locked in, scan it. You know, within the, that first day. Yeah. That it's done, but. You know, no more complaining, folks. This is fantastic film. Yep. It's at it's at a very s- steady price point. Um, impossible, unlike Polaroid, when their film, when they have a new film, the old film drops in price. Yes. Something that yes, didn't happen. If you're a pioneer, you can get this stuff or the test films at an incredibly reasonable price where you're buying many, many multiples. Uh, the color protection, I think, for me was like that that breaking point where I wasn't just buying like a pack here, a pack there. I'm steadily buying three, four packs at a time. Yeah, me too. And, and like as soon as I'm out, I re-up the order. There's no waiting. Yeah. There's no you know, waiting for the special sale or anything. It's, I'm just buying it. Yeah. Of course, you can go to theimpossibleproject.com, but Matt, where else can you buy this film? Filmphotographystore.com. Yep. We've always got it in stock. I was just looking at the FPP stockhouse <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I showed uh, Matt the storeroom, the cold store storeroom with his own dedicated air conditioning unit. Yes, it's, amaz- it's amazingly clean in there. Uh, we keep great care of our films. Of course, you have to, for every one one uh, pack of film or FPP product, we have like five debonairs. <laughs> right. But we're slowly, we're, we're dwindling down on those because yeah. we have a finite amount. Yes. But just great film. Uh, we always have it at the FPP store. Yep. Support the FPP. Help us keep keep yeah. the shoes coming. Mm, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And if, you know, you folks are worried about price or shipping, any of that, don't. Our shipping is some of the best around. It is the most reasonable on we the planet. We have more international listener orders than a- any sort of you know in U.S. orders. Yep, we ship it. Hey, I got a letter, an email. Speaking of Polaroid. Oh, hey. 
And when I showed you this, you said, "Oh my god!" I, uh, oh, you hold on to these. Oh, yeah. Those your topics. You said, "Oh my god!" I, I love emails like this. Uh, a uh, a land camera enthusiast named Calvin sent me an email, and he said, um, "What are your top six Polaroid cameras?" Oh yes. So I uh, emailed him back. I said, "I've never been asked, but I'll try." So if I can get a drum roll, here are Mike, Michael Rosso's top six Polaroid cameras. Thank you, Matt. And of course, I did this super quick. I didn't. Th- I didn't give this any thought. That's what you said. It was just snap decision. It was on the spot. Number six, the Polaroid Color Pack Two camera, the underdog Polaroid camera. Not as attractive as, as most Polaroid automatic land cameras, but it takes an awesome picture, and you can usually get it at a really reasonable price, mm-hmm. like like eBay, five buck. Oh yeah. And all you need to do to all you have to ask the the seller is is the battery compartment clean. It's behind the lens, inside the camera, takes two AA batteries, awesome camera. Number five, the Polaroid Alpha SX70 camera. Introduced in 1972, this camera introduced the style of film that develops right before your eyes. Awesome camera, and the only reason it's not at the top of my list, because of its age, a good working model is hard to find. Have you? One of Leslie's top top cameras. Yeah. It's a great camera. She has a couple. I've, I've shot with it. You know, I'm stuck on my Model 2 and that SLR 680. Yeah. But. Yeah, I can yeah. see the appeal. But there's a lot of intricate electronics in this camera. Oh, very much so. It's hard to find someone that repairs them. And they do, the little pick arm inside that's, that spits the picture out. Yep. Things do happen. Things do go bust with this camera. This camera is not nearly as robust as an automatic land camera. Uh, of course. Yeah. Number four, Polaroid 300. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Hey, Mark, don't you know that's a Fuji Instax camera? <laughs> Boo. Stop it. <laughs> Introduced in 2010 and manufactured by Fujifilm, the Polaroid 300 is the American version of the Fuji Instax Mini. Credit card-sized instant pictures and great to have in your bag at all times. I bought mine from Polaroid.com in 2010, and I have never stopped shooting with it. No, Love it. Just a fantastic little party camera. And, and here in the U.S., you can get it at the Target stores. Nice. Number three, the Polaroid 680 SLR. Ooh, yeah, my favorite. The ultimate... Polaroid 600 camera using single lens reflex technology. Yes. Now, th- th- I did this list list quick, but this that could have been number one easily. It's, it's it's just where if I didn't know so much about you, that could have been number one. Yeah. But I know you too well. So. Okay. <laughs> number two, Polaroid Spectra autofocus camera. Really, number two. Yeah. You know what? You give it so much more love than everybody else. The Spectra is somewhat the underdog format of Polaroid. Everyone eBay, all these websites, everyone's clamoring for SX70 or 600, and there's like the poor Spectra. Like, Someone pick me up, maybe. It's a wider, <laughs> wider film, and any Jim Carrey movie you see that you've seen in the 1990s is always a Spectra camera in it. Oh, here's a cool factoid for the listeners. At, at the PDN, Luis Mendez loves the Spectra. Yes, he does. He came up to John, like grabbed his Spectra, took his picture with it because he just yes, loved he did. it. Because he loved it. Just loves the Spectre. He's like, he says, I've had 38 of these. He probably wore them down to the nub. I'm sure he'd still be shooting it if, if he knew color protection film was, was that good. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Number one. Polaroid automatic land camera. Knew it. Whether, <laughs> <laughs> whether it's the original Polaroid Model 100 or the Plastic Fantastic Model 420, they're all well made and take awesome pictures. You can't kill that camera. <laughs> No, it's a tank. It's a tank. You just beat it around. I, I always have one in yep. the car or at home. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of the Plastic Fantastic, but 
superior results with the the 100 series the 250 the 350 the 195 the oh, really yeah. high-end ones i mean you can go from from dirt cheap to as much money as you want to spend on these cameras and still get amazing results let's go right into our giveaways in this few seconds we're going to be talking about what we're giving away this show but let's talk about you know uh, sadly john's not here uh, in the studio today because um. he loves to hear about what we've given away. He, he, he loves giving stuff out. Loves giving stuff out. It's giving stuff out. And uh, this summer, a camera was donated to FPP by Leslie from Imagine That in Finlay, Ohio. Hey, Imagine That. Yes. And that was a freshly skinned SX70 autofocus SLR camera. Oh, my God. Now, if, we're, if fans recall, we gave one of these away at the Analog's Pulse. Yes, we did as well. Leslie is more than benevolent. In, in giving away her babies. She does have the arsenal of SX-70 sonars, probably the most I've seen in, in one place, the folding SX-70 sonars. And she just loves the cameras. She babies them. The beautiful camera. Uh, and the winner of the Polaroid SX-70 autofocus SLR camera was... Ms. Susan Stair. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. She is hot-mink-moo-moo on Flickr. Yes. Y- you friends with her? Of course. She says, my name is Susan. I'm crazy for photography. <laughs> I started with the brownie when I was about seven. I developed my own black and white film and used to have a darkroom set up in my house. My current house doesn't have the space, but I still have all the equipment. I'm from Dayton, Ohio, and I yeah. live off and on in Arlington, Virginia. I lived in Canberra, Australia for three years, and I'm addicted to Tim Tams. Right. Tim Tams. You ready, Mike? Yeah. Here's some shots she's done with it. Let's see. Great shots, some color protection film. Yep. She won the camera and FPP Store Center, a pack of color protection film. Fantastic. And she did all these broad daylight, no shielding. Awesome work. So here, we'll do a... It's good to see when folks, you know, u- using the camera, yeah. the camera. Uh, well, Susan, I hope you uh, really enjoy that. I'm thrilled that you're already getting use out of it. But that's not all. Wait, there's more. <laughs> there was a runner-up. We gave away uh, one of the cameras, the FPP cameras that was at the Analog Pulse. Polaroid 600 black close-up camera had an FPP sticker on it. Oh, back. yes, yes. Katie from Brooklyn, New York won it. Oh, she says, I'm from New Jersey. I'm 18. I'm off to college to study, study photography in the fall at Pratt. Oh, wow. Okay. Quite simply, I love photography and I love cameras. I've been interested since I was 14 and it's become my life. I'm a film nerd. I'm a camera nerd. I love taking photos of people. If I won this, I would probably take portraits of the people and places I miss most when I leave for college. So congratulations, Katie. Yeah, I hope she, we see her at a future meetup. Yep. She won a Polaroid 600 close-up camera with a pack of PX680 color protection film. Nice. A few months ago, we gave away a Minolta SRT 101 35 millimeter SLR. Oh, yes. The tank. Mm -hmm. It's one of those early Minolta SLR cameras. It's just a beast. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not shooting with it, you could like protect yourself with it. (laughs) Definitely. If you give them a quick short, sharp shock, they don't do it again. Dig it. And uh, Nicholas Masters won this camera. He says, I'm a sprouting film photographer. I'm in my last year of high school, and to graduate, I have to complete a year-long project related to a career. So I chose photography. The career of being Michael Rosso. (laughs) (laughs) But I chose to stand out by shooting my entire project on film. Wow, and see, he's still in high school. I just recently started my project and have developed my first roll of 120 film. Nice. I received a 1980s Mamiya 645 from my grandpa. 
and I plan to use it to take photos with. However, it would be pretty awesome to have a spiffy 35mm camera to carry around. So congratulations, Nicholas, on the uh, Minolta SRT-101. I'm sure he will put it to great use. FPP gave away a Canon QL17 camera. Fantastic. It was the G3 version. Oh, yeah. Cult camera, street photography. Yep. Great. I've been talking about the Canon QL17 like for months now. Mm-hmm. Months. And every time you visited, Matt, I've always had one in my pocket. Yeah, Taking, it's just right there ready to go. Yeah. Took some night pictures of, uh, of um, Frank's Pizza. By the way, where'd you go last night? Where'd you, did you, did you want, wind up walking anywhere? No, I just, I just hit the grocery. I just like... Oh. Put something together real Went quick. Went across the street to the Stop and Shop. Yeah, Stop, stop and Shop is like a, like a staple with, with my family. My family's all East Coast. Okay. So even though some of us have moved to mm-hmm. like different states, everything is the Stop and Shop. Like no matter what it is. You found some stuff there. Yeah, I get some stuff. They, uh, Jer- Jersey, even at regular grocery stores, the deli is better than like the best deli. Yeah. Out, out West kind of sucks. Yeah, deli. <laughs> and pizza. You have to get pizza here, diner food, most food here. Pizza food, <laughs> great. Diner food, great. great. Bagels, amazing. Oh, we only have one good bagel place in, oh, in yeah? Ohio, so it's like it gets old fast. <laughs> we gave away the QL17, and the winner was Andy Caselis. Oh, okay. Yeah. He says, I'm 14. Well, you're getting younger, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> only one of my friends, and, and I'm the only one of my friends interested in photography. I mostly shoot Polaroid in 35mm, so this camera would be going to a good home. I developed my own black and white film and Whoa. soon hope to develop color. Awesome. Fantastic. It's great that so many FPP listeners are now developing their own film at home. Yeah, well it's you know, it's a great way to to save money with your you know, you're shooting a lot, you have a project, mm-hmm. you're doing like a lot of black and white. It's just really convenient to be able to do it at your own pace. Right. You're not like nervously waiting for stuff to get back from the lab. Right. Uh it's just yeah, it's it's great that we have that and that they're younger. Yeah, they're, they're writing in because before it was kind of like the only folks that kept in touch with us were the you know the diehards and stuff. But yeah. now we're getting a lot of of new folks in. Hey man, we'll be right back. Polaroids SX70 sonar and Time Zero Super Color, the perfect Christmas combination. Like egg and nog. The finest instant camera and the fastest developing color. Huh? This gets much closer than any other instant. If you right through the lens, the focus is automatic. And this sharp, bright color comes up in seconds. No other camera does that. That is close. What other cameras do that? Name one. Well, I'm thinking. You only got till Christmas. Hey, Mike. So you know, holidays right around the corner. Yes. You bought it, all your gift shopping's done. Yep. All set. I am still, still enthusiastic about the fact that you know Polaroid 300, aka Fuji Instax cameras, are mm-hmm. available. Uh, in Target stores and online, the prices come down. They're now about sixty-five dollars. Oh, nice! And they just came out with the purple. Ooh! So some uh, uh, close family members, I'm going to be giving a Polaroid 300 camera. Whoa! With some holiday-bordered Fuji Instax film. Nice. Yeah. So I've been I've been giving away a lot of like you know film kind of stuff. Very cool. My stocking stuffers is debonair. Oh, very nice. Yes, yeah, I, I that's great. Some, I had some extra Portra, so it was some Portra 400 with some debonair and a mailing envelope. So I don't really need anything for Christmas, but I will tell what you. you want? Well, what I want <laughs> is I want to get out more and shoot. And what I'm going to do is take in my fridge, I have some beautiful 4x5 Kodak Ektar film. I have yeah. some brand new Velvia 50 given to me by Fujifilm to shoot. And, you know, I just want to go out there and do. 
I want to okay. go out there and like just shoot some stuff. I now have access to the FPP roof. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> roof. <laughs> so when Santa rides into town on a on a fire truck, maybe I'll be above. You're like, gonna shooting. blind him with a flashbulb. <laughs> yeah, shooting some film. Very cool. Yeah, you're gonna make me sound selfish because I actually do want something. Oh, we want that. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm still top of the list every year. Twelve by twenty. Oh. <laughs> For real, crossed. I've been writing Santa a nicer letter every year. This year, I'm going to have some Polaroid 300 uh, mini pictures. 12 by 20 camera, camera. Like, oh, sounds big. It's big. Yeah, where we get the film? Keith Canham. Keith Canham. <laughs> wow. So that's that's on the list. Um, but everybody I know that's into photography or is sick of hearing me f- talk about photography. <laughs> yeah. It's getting a debonair. Oh, very nice. The relatives that. Uh, Still have a Polaroid. Are getting some color protection. Very nice. That's Impossible Project color protection film. Yeah, the so newest emulsion that's not as light. It just pops out of the camera. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You don't have to slam it down. You don't have to turn it upside down. And the FPP Plastic Filmtastic. This is a 120 plastic film camera that FPP is selling exclusively for 20 bucks. Can't go better than 20 bucks. Yeah, it is an awesome stocking stuffer. And right now, you go to filmphotographystore.com, buy it, and you get a roll of film in the box. Great. So, And there's also an order form for uh, the darkroom. Perfect combo. Because folks who get a film camera, they don't know where to bring it to get processed. And uh, what better place could we recommend? Yeah, the darkroom. They're awesome. Good times, Matt. Great. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. You know, it's such fun to give somebody something they've never had before. It's what I got from my wife. Something so new, it wasn't even around last Christmas. It's the Kodak Pocket Insomatic Camera. There it is. No, it isn't. Where did I put it? Got to see this camera. It's about, oh, that big. To load it, you just slip in a film cartridge. She's going to love it if I can find it. The great thing about it is it's so small, it's right in your your pocket. (laughs) It's even smaller than I remembered it being. Now I can show you how great it is. You can carry it with you wherever you Easy to load. Maybe a small camera, but it takes big, sharp, clear pictures. Look at these. Aren't those great? The Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera starts at less than $28. The complete outfit's a little more. Just tell them to remember which pocket they put it in. The Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera. Hey, we're back. Hey, this was, this letter is just in from uh, Stephen Morimoto. Stephen says, love your podcast. I found it after getting back into photography a couple of months ago. The early shows with John and Dwayne had me laughing out loud while driving my car. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, what's the matter? We don't make you laugh anymore. (laughs) In the process of listening to all episodes of the podcast, personally, I love the sound effects. I constantly have E6, C41. (laughs) E6, C41. The Laughing Man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's the first time someone's called it that. (laughs) The Laughing Man. The Google. The Google. Super positive. Super positive. And that's right, yeah, running through my head. (laughs) That's right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Keep them coming. One camera category you haven't talked about much is the point-and-shoot 35mm camera. Correct. We've all but ignored it. I have a box, like a refrigerator box size, of, of point-and-shoot 35mm cameras. Well, we know what 2013 is going to be. Because, <laughs> because you know what? I, we haven't talked about it because I didn't think anybody was interested in hearing about it. Well, now we know. 
I mean, there are the classics like the uh, like the Olympus Stylus Epic. Mm-hmm. There are a few little cult classic cameras, but there's so many point and shoot cameras that literally your brain will melt out of your ears. <laughs> he says, "I found my old one in a drawer with eight year old film in it, which developed just fine. It is a Yashica T4." And it is a gem and a very nice Zeiss lens on it. You should check it out. My plastic filmtastic debonair bought from the FPP store. Hey. Yes. Arrived this week. Put a roll of 120 film in it, which has not been developed yet. Also, was able to fit a roll of 35 millimeter in it and just got it back from being developed. Sprockets. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time on Sprockets when we dance. <laughs> I found an Olympus pen camera at a garage sale that I want to donate to the show. And that's what he sent in. So we're in the process of checking it out, seeing if it works, make sure everything works mm-hmm. before offering it a con- uh, as, a, as a giveaway. Which, speaking of which, what is today's giveaway, Matt? Well, today's giveaway, well, we have, it's a multitude of things to give okay. away. But um, the, the gist of it is, uh, still hanging on from PDN, Fuji gave us a ton of prepaid E6 mailers. 35 millimeter or 120, yep. one roll. Yep. Prepaid mailer, so you just pop your film in when you're done, and it's paid. Super positive. Uh, how awesome is that? Well, it's, it's really awesome, but what makes it even better is that they gave us the film to go with it. That's right. So we have 10 rolls yep. of Fuji, Fuji Velvia 50 in 35 Ooh. and 120. Velvia 50, folks, this is the good stuff. Where's 120? Oh, Alex Lauks uh, donated the 120. Great. So we have some 120 or 35. So when you sign up for the contest, specify which yep. one you like. Yep. And we will be giving you what you like. We will have 20 different winners. Yep. The grand prize winner, on top of getting their paid E6, is on what? top is of what? getting that, is getting... Oh, look at that! For a very chrome Christmas, a gently used Sawyer's Panaview 4 lighted 2x2 two two slide viewer. Still works. It doesn't get much better than that. That is that is the thing to have. That's if you're the slide shooting. package. Yeah. yeah, that is for the grand prize winner. The grand prize winner. Right. So I mean, everybody's getting pretty well hooked up. This is good because there's so many winners involved. Twenty people are going to be picked to win some Chrome film. When you enter, go to filmphotographyproject.com forward slash giveaways. This contest is good from the December fifteenth, twenty twelve, to December thirtieth, twenty twelve. And just uh, specify whether you like 120 film or 35, 35 millimeter. And we'll, we'll hook you up with that. Yeah, so we'll hook this, you is up. 35, this is 35 and 120 chrome film paid processing. All you have to do is shoot it, enjoy it. And if you really feel like it, we encourage you to put it on the FPP Flickr pool. Yes. So yes. Flickr, Flickr Group's Film Photography Podcast and uh, drop it in the pool. Yes. Go to Flickr.com, Film Photography Podcast. We have our own group. If you haven't been on the Flickr, check it out. It's really, really a lot of fun. And uh, special thanks to Brandon at Fujifilm USA. He hooked us up with the film. They've been great. FPP regular contributor Alex Laux, a box dropped on the FPP from Canada. <laughs> Of uh, 120, it's uh, cold stored expired. But Alex, I asked him yesterday. Hey man, is that film okay? He's like, yep, perfect. So great, great. yeah. So thanks a lot, guys. Um, here's a letter from Zoe Melf. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Hello from sunny Minneapolis. Kudos to you for all continuing to stoke the film photography five, five. fire. <laughs>
Five. Yes, thank you. <laughs> photography five. Like, like, like superheroes. Like five, like five people that still shoot it. Yeah. Yes. Me, you, John Fideli, Dane, and Mark. <laughs> there you the go. film photography five. Film five. Okay. Maybe we should do an album. Film five. You play an, an instrument. It sounds like a bad action movie. Film five. In. <laughs> I'm always learning about new things as a result of listening to your favorite podcast. That's us. Hey. Recently, you mentioned the Minolta Talker camera on your podcast. Just a few days after learning of the existence, my friend Tim, uh, Flickr, M-O-I-H-T, that's his Flickr handle, I thought that this was a good opportunity to show some love to the FPP and had decided to send it your way. I've included the camera as well as a roll of fresh Ilford HP5 and fresh batteries. Nice. So uh, it says, P.S., shout out to all the film photo nuts here at the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. My name is pronounced Zoe with a Z, so instead yep. of a J, it's Zoe. Yep. Zoe Melf. Yeah, Zoe Melf. Yep. Yeah, thanks Thanks a lot. Uh, in the future episodes, we, you will be seeing the Polaroid Talker. It says all sorts of crazy things like load film in an Asian accent. <laughs> True that. Photo hey, stream. I want to thank Steve, Steve Long. He says, I uh, hope this camera will be helpful to you and your organization. I bought this years ago for a trip to Hawaii. Ooh. Uh, for an anniversary, and after that, I bought Dig. <laughs> it's, a four, it's, a, it's a Nikon 4000 FS. Oh, yes, that can, yeah, great, be, great little camera. That's, that's going to go to an FPP student very soon. Hey, here's a quick letter. Oh, hey. It's from Tyler. Tyler says, Tyler's in Salisbury, North Carolina, and he sent us a bunch of uh, M- M3B flashbulbs. Ooh, those says, are hard to come by. Token of my appreciation for the podcast. I've switched to using electronic flash for my Polaroid Pactastic cameras. <laughs> so these have been sitting in a drawer for several years. I was, I was close to tossing them, but then I remember that you guys use them. As for me, I shoot a lot of FOMA 100, okay. Delta 100 in 4x5, Oh. As well as Portra 160s. What's the name? This is uh, Tyler. Tyler Puckett. P-U-C-K-E-T-T. I think I have him. As well as Fuji Acros. Kodak Ultramax 835mm on my Pentax LX. Uh, C41 is processed by thedarkroom.com. C41. Thanks for the recommendation. And the black and white I process myself in Rodinol. Ooh, Rodinol, okay. I was trained in the darkroom in college and have continued to embrace film since then. I sold my this is excellent. I sold my DSLR when the new Portra 160 came out. Take a look at my website. It's it's tylerpucket.com, T Y L E R P U C K E T T.com. Let me know what you think. I'm also at the Flickr, T G Pucket. That's his Flickr oh, handle. I think I have T G Pucket. Yeah. Keep up the great podcast and enjoy those flash bulbs. Look for the blue dot. It's your assurance that the bulb is good. <laughs> Please note, I'm not responsible should the bulbs explode in your eyes. <laughs> Whoa, Tyler's got some great black and white stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Go check out uh, Tyler's website. Hey, man, we'll be right back. Eastman Kodak Company is happy to bring you America's favorite family, the Nelsons. Ozzie, Harriet, David, and Ricky. They enjoy good times together. And like most of us, they enjoy good times over again in pictures. And now, let's join Harriet, who's holding the answer to many a Christmas gift problem right in the palm of her hand. I sure am. It's the Brownie Starmite camera by Kodak. Everybody enjoys having pictures, and this is the easiest way I know of to take them, in black and white or color. It's the tiniest, handiest camera with built-in flash Kodak ever made. 
and it comes with a tag that says, Open Me First. Imagine the fun Christmas morning when someone finds a brownie starmite outfit under the tree. You can picture the fun of Christmas right from the very first moment, and from Christmas Day all through the year, this will be a gift the whole family will enjoy and appreciate. The brownie starmite outfit by Kodak costs less than $12. Other brownie cameras cost less than $7. Each one is easy to use and takes beautiful pictures in black and white or color, even color slides. And remember, the name Kodak means it's a gift you'll be proud to give. And now Kodak invites you to enjoy... There's a brand new camera in the FPP store. And it's a it's a plastic filmtastic 120. Look at that. Yeah, a one. <laughs> this is known as a 120 debonair camera. Ooh. It takes 16 shots per roll of 120 roll like film. It. It's not a Holga. It's not a Diana. It's made at a mysterious unknown factory in Hong Kong. Nice. Sometime in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And FPP just acquired a boatload. Sitting in a box somewhere it. in a warehouse. All Literally these. a boatload. It has a. Uh, F8 60 millimeter super lens. It's super. It has a uh, hot shoe on top. Hot, hot shoe. shoe. And you, you folks out there can have this camera. Okay. Go to filmphotographyproject.com. You click the store, and then you go to uh, 120 film cameras, and there it is. So this is a great awesome. 120 star awesome. camera. Yes. If you've to. never shot 120 roll film before, this is the perfect camera to start, start with. Ooh, look at that, Dave. Perfect camera to start with, roll film. This is a good camera just to keep in your bag oh, because yeah. it's going to give you those dreamy good, good you you double, triple, awesome. quadruple exposure. Sounds like a weed whacker. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. And yeah, of course, breaks, you could use it to whack weeds. <laughs> and of course, by visiting the filmphotographystore.com also helps keep us going here at the Film Photography Podcast. Thank you very much. Hey, if you folks... Uh, hey, we're back. <laughs> if you folks want to write to us, by the way, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. We love reading listener letters. We do. Pen to paper, P.O. Box 152, Butler, New Jersey, 07405. And uh, Matt, uh, hey. pick a topic, any topic. Any topic. All right. Well, you know, I, I, I really want to get to this book of the month. Yeah, let's do it. Book of the month, book of the month, FPP, book of the month. All right, so Columbus, Ohio was the place to be this fall. Um, we had a huge show. What show? <laughs> down down at the Wexner Center for the Arts. That's on the Ohio State University campus. This was big, in the fall? Yeah, Big Ten University campus. We, they had a beautiful show. Annie Leibovitz, you know, according to many, best photographer in the world right yep. now. Best living photographer in yep. the world. Um, she was debuting her new body of work, Pilgrimage which involved uh, just a lot of travel around the U.S., visiting very uh, very uh, influential people to herself in American history. Uh, I believe she started and ended in Niagara Falls, and that's what this beautiful cover picture Ooh. is, Niagara Falls. Uh, so the book is Annie Leibovitz's Pilgrimage. So this book is, uh, the imagery is amazing. The book has been out for quite a few months now. I first saw it uh, back in back in April in in Niagara Falls, like, I think it was the week it came out. So in a, in a bookstore? Yeah, but it was at the Falls. Like the Falls is like they're crazy about Annie right now because it's really you know promoting them. But the imagery in here is staggering as always yep. with, with Annie. It's not as 
this is a more uh, personal series for her. Okay. So it's not. Is it does it span her career or is it recent stuff? This is all brand new stuff that's never been shown yeah. before. Correct. Just, this is just for this book. Um, she's doing the show right now throughout the United States. Um, she had it at the Wexner Center until the end of October. Right. This is very personal stuff. It's not celebrity stuff. It's um, very kind of just her just discovering the environments. These these very influential folks were around. She's got some stuff from out west. Uh, but the imagery is just amazing. Very everyday but historically impactful right. objects. Um, here, just take a look. I would love to take a look. And then just uh, be careful on that inside cover because it's uh, signed. I got yes, it. it I, I managed to meet Annie Leibowitz, get it signed by her at her show because I went to the opening night. Uh, my professor, Jeff, was very kind enough to get me access there. I also, for listeners yes. of the shoe, we have a signed, Annie Leibowitz signed, FPP Plastic Filmtastic Debonair. Oh my god. From the moment she saw the debonair, uh, <laughs> and he was like, "What is this?" The world's the world's greatest living photographer saw the FPP debonair and thought it was a funky, neat little camera. She she asked me, "What the hell am I doing with this camera?" I said, "Well, I brought the best one I, I could to take your picture." She just laughed. You know, it was just a great response because her seeing a film camera, you know, took her right back yes. into it. A lot of her work is still film. She does a, a fair amount of, of of digital, especially for the commercial work. Um, at the show at the Wexner, it had a lot of her stuff from Pilgrimage. Still right. a lot of film. There's some four by five. There's some eight by ten. A lot of medium format. This book. This, where can people get this book? Everywhere. Um, whenever Annie comes out with a book, it's like. If you can't find it, you're having issues. Uh, online, of course, Amazon, Annie Leibovitz, Pilgrimage. The uh, best place to go for it, I found, um, Barnes & Noble always has like five of them. You know, it's the holidays, so December 15th, you might have a trouble finding it. If you order it now, you might get it for Christmas, you know, if you hit the, the bum rush ordering option. But it's, it's a fantastic book. If you know anybody that regularly likes her work... Oh, excellent gift. Amazing gift. Gift uh, for a friend, gift for yourself. Yes. Is Annie Leibovitz doing any more touring with this book? Um, I know she's touring with the, the images from Pilgrimage. Um, what was really cool about the show, though, was that it wasn't just Pilgrimage. The show end, like started with like some of her life's work. Right. Some of her very early like black and white 35 mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. And then it got into more commercial, her getting her feet wet with celebs, and then just kind of evolved. Like, like Her greatest images were on display there, and it's mind-blowing to see some of these prints. And like the scale of them, too. Right. She has some 35 millimeter frames that are blown up to like 40 by 60. Just mm-hmm. amazing. It's. I was thrilled to meet her. Thrilled to get some images of her on the de- Devonair. Get her signature on a Devonair. Like this is just. Is there? There's an image of you with Annie Leibovitz shot on the Debonair. Yes. 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 And it's it's like my you know someone's like there's a t- there was like fifteen hundred people at this show opening so of course someone's like photobombing in the back I don't even care oh okay it's, just, it's too too classic you know black yeah. and white image that oh. that is special Matt yeah and it and, is. The, and the book special pretty awesome quick break we'll be right back. <laughs> Perhaps more than any other time of year, this is the season when millions of people discover Polaroid cameras do what no other kind of camera can do. What's this? Thanks for the milk and cookies, and thanks for the beautiful Polaroid picture. Love, Santa. Happy holidays from Polaroid. Chris, what are we going to get for Grandma this year? A football! For Grandma? I don't think so. A Kodak camera. Now <laughs> you're cooking. 
Of all the gifts you can give, here's one everybody likes. The Kodak Ectrolyte 10 camera. It's got electronic flash built right in, so you're always ready in a flash. It's Kodak's most popular pocket camera. Right, Chris? Right, but there's still nothing wrong with the football. Kodak, America's storyteller. Hey, this is Michael Rosso. Did you know that the Film Photography Podcast is listener-supported? That's right. Without you, there is no Film Photography Podcast, which is why we need your help. Please consider donating to the Film Photography Podcast by going to filmphotographypodcast.com and in the upper right-hand corner, clicking the Donate button. Your donation will keep the Film Photography Podcast running through 2012. Any purchase that you make in the Film Photography Podcast store will also support the Film Photography Podcast. Let's keep these shoes coming. That's right, yeah. Support the Film Photography Podcast. Yeah. Hey, we're back. So we were, you know, we were talking about the debonair. Yes. Let's talk about, uh, you know, what makes the debonair a little bit different from your your Holga, your Diana, any other plastic camera out there. This would be awesome. You see, I love the debonair, not because I have two thousand of them to sell. <laughs> <laughs> I love the debonair, but it is so awesome and amazing that, like yourself, Leslie from Imagine That, mm-hmm. uh, Mark O'Brien, people are shooting with the camera and seeing that, you know, it really is a very unique little camera. Two shutter speeds. Yep. Has a springy click, springy clack to the to the shutter. Hot shoe. Hot shoe. You work with it in the studio, Mike. Yeah. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, I'm finding myself playing around with some, you know, I have a big studio project. I'm still working on it, still coming up with. The logistics are mm-hmm. burying me <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point financially. Still secret at this point. Still, still top, top secret. But, you know, when I'm also playing around in the studio, I whip out the debonair, throw a roll through it because... I can, I can. Yes. With some toy cameras, you don't have that much leeway. Even with, you know, the Pactastic cameras, it's kind of a juggle. This, it's got a hot shoe. You pop it on. Yep. You're done, ready to go. And the shots are, the shots are great. While you're talking, I'm going to get my down there. Oh, great. So tell me about using the down there in the studio. Like how? Well, it's real easy. You know, I have, uh, I have some triggers um, that work on the hot shoe. The receiver goes on the hot shoe, so. When you fire, it triggers the rest of your, your strobes off camera. I'm a big proponent of strobes. I use hot lights when I'm doing stuff that doesn't move a lot or shouldn't move a lot. <laughs> right. Um, when you do people, it's just really nice to be able to have strobes, work with those. You know, the debonair is as much as, you know, there's kind of like guesstimates on our shutter speeds and apertures are. I'm, 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 I'm only guessing. I'm guessing... The cloud flashes one sixtieth, and the sun is one one hundredth. Yeah, it's it's about there. Um, when I have my lights at anywhere from f eight and a half, f nine to f eleven, it, it's good. It looks good. And uh, so, you would recommend people go get a debonair for twenty bucks? Mike, it's, it's twenty. Everybody yeah. has twenty bucks. If you hurry up and get these in before the new year, twenty thirteen, we can get you. A free roll of 120 film with it. Amazing. If you don't have 120, it doesn't matter. You can throw 35 in it. Right. I mean, it's so versatile. I was going to talk about this on a future show, but I might as well now. I'm starting to do more little uh, darkroom intro workshops. Oh, nice. Like people getting interested in the darkroom, getting their feet wet. If they don't already have a camera and they want to just like, jump on the film bandwagon, Debonair, perfect teaching camera. Throw some black and white film in there. Get right? outside, get on a tripod, and go. Yeah. Uh, Matt, since you chatted about it, t- tell tell... 
FPP listeners out there like about your workshops? What, what, what do they mean? Oh, yeah. What are you doing? What have you been doing? How did they get to you? Oh, well, uh, you can go find a little bit more about the workshops on my website, www.mattmirage.com, M-A-T-R-M-A-R-R-A-S-H.com. I'm on Flickr, Matt4226. I'm on Twitter, Matt4226. Google+, YouTube, all the stuff. It's all there, and it's all accessible from the website. Find out more about the workshops. I have a darkroom intro workshop. Uh, the only one that's regularly meet that's like a pre-scheduled, I'm meeting in March. I believe it's the second weekend in March. I don't have the dates on me right here, but it's on the website. I also have a, an a la carte kind of workshop. So it's one-on-one, very personal. Um, I had a couple this fall. My very first one was with uh, FPP or Jason Benning. Nice. Remember Jason? Yeah, hey, Jason. You know, it helps to kind of know your way around a camera. If you know your way around a film camera or just, you know, your DSLR, but you want to get your feet wet with film, you can. there's a form on my website you can send me, and we can get something working. Um, I have access to a very large facility with um, all the way from 35 through 8 by 10 enlargers, mm-hmm. tons of different processing options so we can go black and white color. And the only thing I don't offer right now is color printing, just because I'm not completely comfortable with that. I right. haven't been black and white though. I've been I've been doing it for quite a while now. A large format we can get you started on. So any topics you really have questions about, including alternative process, which is a big, you know, folks are getting really turned on to that. Yeah. So you can find out more about those workshops. Very reasonable prices. You do have to come to me, you know, so I am in, in Finlay, Ohio. But yes. it's, it's accessible from um, from Canada and uh, southeastern part of the United States. You're in States. the middle. But yeah, because you can just hop right on the highway, and I'm right off there. So it's it's really easy to get to, um, real affordable. and Hang out with Matt. Hey, Learn. Get to hang out with FPP guys. Who goes to, and we, we get all our film and paper. We go see Leslie. Right. We get a little Polaroid lesson. Got <laughs> to the, get some Mr. Brown. Yep. Got the uh, cafe next door. What's that called? Oh, the Baker's Cafe. Great Baker's place. Cafe. And now a new health food store in Finlay, Ohio. So now you can come back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it's basically like just hanging out with... Uh, <laughs> FPP crew and learning about what you want to know in the darkroom. You know, I, I give you little worksheets to do. There is homework, unfortunately, because <laughs> we can't do it all in one or two days. Right. But it, it's just really great to see people's enthusiasm and help them on their way because, you know, a lot of people don't, might not have the time to do like a regular community college kind of thing or might not have a local darkroom where they can do that. So right. they can come see me, hang out see what little sites there are mm-hmm. <laughs> of the right. Finlay, but really get a lot of good work done in the dark room. Awesome. Hey, man, quick break. We'll be right back. Now what you getting me for Christmas? Yep. Got a motor? Yep. Bucket seats? No seats. You stand up in it? Nobody ever has. Give me a hint. Well, you press a button and it gives you a prize. You got me a gumball machine. It's a lot of fun for everybody. It's the simplest one in the world. It's got a motor. You press a button. It's the simplest one in the world. You didn't. It's a one-step. But you get those free. The holiday season. What you get, Howard? A time that passes much too soon. Come on, guys. You're getting your picture taken. A special time you'll want to remember. See the camera, Howie? In pictures. To help make those pictures look as good as they can, make sure Kodak paper is behind them. If you don't see these words, it isn't Kodak paper. Ask for it where you get your holiday pictures. I do like my present, Howard. Kodak paper for a good look at the times of your life. Did you know that this year there is a Polaroid automatic land camera explosion? 
Hundreds of people have picked up Polaroid automatic land cameras because of FPP alone. Fuel your passion for instant photography and consider picking up a Polaroid automatic land camera right in the FPP store. All cameras are on my FPP workbench, are thoroughly tested, batteries reconfigured, and ready to drop into your hands. Stop by filmphotographystore.com and check it out. World famous, the track man. And <laughs> hey, we're back. How about a quick letter? Yeah, who we got? This is uh, from Kevin Dillon. I don't think it's Matt Dillon's brother. No, I don't think so. Could I be. was just going to ask. Remember, he was like in The Blob, Kevin Dillon. Yeah. He was in like... Uh, oh, Blob. He was oh in, man. <laughs> he was in uh, Entourage, Kevin Dillon. Oh, that's right. But this is not that Kevin Dillon, but uh. maybe it is. <laughs> Kevin is from, I don't know where. I discovered your podcast about six weeks ago, and I've been rapidly working my way through the catalog of shows. Man, that must be like a real rush when you first discover the FPP. Everybody does it. So and you just it's, barrel through the we, whole catalog. We need more uh, Polaroid subliminal messaging. <laughs> anyway, I just received my first medium format camera off eBay, nice. a Kodak Tourist 2 with Aniston lens, and, have, and have, have ordered some Ilford XP2 to shoot in it, along with a, a few 620 film spools. Respooling 120 film does not look to be a big deal, but I did run across a web page that really sped up the process. They descri- they In it, they describe using an old brownie Hawkeye camera to use it as a respooling device. Oh, okay. No light, tight bag needed. Uh, I have yet to try this. Uh, waiting on my film and spools. Sounds like a cool workaround. The link is using a brownie as a film respooler machine <laughs> HTTP colon forward slash forward slash M-E-D-F-M-T dot 8K dot com forward slash M-F forward slash 620. Hey, man, go to our film notes. We'll have the link we'll there. We'll have the link. Because right, right there when you were describing it to me, I thought you were giving me like an access code for like someone's web. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also have a video, How to Respool 620 Film, and that will also be on our uh, show notes. Great. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks. Next letter. Here, you read this, Matt. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this is from Owen Kelly. And Owen is from... Doesn't say. Oh, well, from Owen. Hey, guys. I'll be sending a couple cameras your way. I have a Polaroid One-Step Express 600 in great working condition and a Pentax K1000. Hey. Nice. In less than great shape. The <laughs> Pentax is a tiny bit of fungus in the stock lens. You know what? A little fungus. Stop it down. You're good. Yeah. Don't throw it away. No. You know, people are too picky about fungus. You know, uh, three of my four large format lenses have a little bit of fungus. Mm-hmm. And, well. Fine. I don't mind. Anyway. Pentax is a tiny bit of fungus in the stock lens. It has definitely been well-loved. Some, some of the chrome finish is chipping off around the edges a bit. It's a, it's a lived-in camera. <laughs> I've not checked the meter. I did shoot a, shoot a roll of film through it using Sunny 16, and it gave me some great images. Speed seems to be accurate, but I have no way to test it. No other major physical issues with the camera. So K1000, it's just a tank. Tank. You, you can do a lot of it without the battery in there, because that's just the, the dial on the yeah. K1000. Lauren often forgets the uh, lens cap. Yes. So you just Sunny oh. sixteen shooting it a lot, but yeah, it'll kill the battery, right? You kill the battery in half a night if you just leave the lens you just off. Leave it open, yeah. Leave it near a window or whatever, you're done. Yeah, 
but let's see. Yeah, so he's sending us the One Step Express 600, almost NIB, and then the K1000. You know, I bet the K1000 would be great, like, student cam. Student writes in. Yep, I absolutely. On, I want to get in on the film. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Rosso's top three starter, 35mm SLR cameras. I just, just made this up right now. Uh, number three. Canon T60. That's becoming my new favorite. Very yeah. quick. Made in 1991, this all-plastic camera, actually manufactured by Cosina for Canon, is the oddball. The odd camera out. It, the can, Canon uh, T90 came out in 86. And before that, you had like the T80, T70, T50. And then in the 90s, the T60. Why? So because weird. Canon's cameras were so advanced by that point that they didn't have a basic student camera. And so, this and this is functions very close to if you're used to a K1000 or something like yeah, that. So. Yeah, the Canon T60, it's a basic, great camera. Uh, number two, well, that would be a Canon AE-1. Great camera, tons of them around. Yep, tons of them around. Number one, my new fave, new to me, the Pentax K1000. It's just awesome. It is. And every bit, it's just worth every bit you can yeah. get it for. Uh, the lenses are affordable. There's yep. quite a range yep. you can get. Uh, when someone has me do a film wedding and they, they choose the 35 option, even though I don't like shooting 35 yep. as much as giving a medium format, Pentax K1000 have two of them. Yep. So they're great. The Sally and Janet and Dinah and Trisha, just wait till they see the gift they're getting from me. I'm going to get you a Kodak disc in your heart. Get a kiss, catch the fun, just like this. Gonna get you a Kodak disc. Easy to load and fun to use. One has a telephoto, too. Well, how can you miss? Who can resist when you get him a Kodak disc? Merry Christmas, Mom. Hey, it's Mike Rosso here in the FPP studio with Matt and John. Hey, now. Hello. Help support FPP. Go to the FPP store. That's filmphotographystore.com. We have an exclusive item, the Polaroid Cold Shoe Electronic Flash Brackets. If you own a Polaroid 100 through 300 series camera, we have the Polaroid 268 Flash Bracket that holds an electronic flash that has a PC cord on it. Imagine jettisoning your old flash bulb for a brand new... For a new... Okay. For a new flash bracket that holds an electronic flash. If you own a Polaroid 400 series camera, the infamous Polaroid 420, that's Matt's camera. It is, yeah. You can get an electronic flash for it. You can get the, the Polaroid FPP 490 flash holder. This slides right on your existing flash bracket and has a cold shoe for your electronic flash. You could buy just the bracket or you could buy the bracket with electronic flash. These are exclusively at the Film Photography Store. Help support FPP. Get an electronic flash for your pack camera. Done. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pactastic. Filmphotographystore.com. Thanks. Well, hey, uh, can I... Yeah, what do you got? Can I do some uh, darkroom tips? Yes! So, uh, I did a video on the YouTube a couple months ago. We'll link to that in the show notes. And I was talking about, you know, I was doing that x-ray film, the one a day. Yes. And, you know, for me, it's not... You know, I'm sure a lot of people see it as like a project. For me, it's just keeping busy. Yeah, you gotta keep fresh on like shooting. You know, I can't just pick up eight by ten. Isn't too sh- point and shoot. No, but, it's but, not. but with X-ray film, it almost is. You know, I can really blow through. I blew through almost two hundred shots in a little over three months. Is so, that right? Yeah, of the X-ray film. X-ray film. So that's like eighty bucks. But 
It's a lot of practice. I know my camera inside out, upside down. I can probably do most of the stuff blindfolded at this point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's just really good therapeutic. But I was talking about processing. Yep. And I do that in what are called hangers and tanks. Hangers and tanks are great for large format, but they're, they're dip and dunk kind of tanks dip and dunk so you have a hanger mm-hmm. and it's exactly like it sounds it's it holds the sheet of film the sheet of film slides in sheets and then it goes into a tank which holds a, a lot of chemistry usually right. a half a gallon to four gallons at a time like wide range i use gallon tanks so i mix up a gallon of developer one shot and i process all my film in it that i can do within an hour or two and then i'm done but dip and dunk is great it's consistent most of them are stainless steel so you put it in a room temperature water bath and the temperature is not going to fluctuate if you want to do stand development you can get a lid on it so you put your film in put the lid on come back in an hour (laughs) and it's done wow you can do it like that for stand processing. I do it I do it kind of quick, agitate it in the dark, but hangers and tanks are great for consistent results. They're they're inexpensive typically, but what you save there you kind of spend on chemistry. Okay. So like I use the pyro one shot. Yeah. There you go, pyro cat. <laughs> um, a lot of folks like using rodinol. Okay. Uh caffeinol. Yep. With hangers and tanks because it's one shot, you can mix up a lot of it and not spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But hangers and tanks are great for consistency. They do also have hangers and tanks that have what are called cradles. Okay. So you can put 30 rolls of 120, like 30 reels. You just put a, or a basket, I'm sorry, and you put them in the basket and you dunk that in the tank. No. So you can process tons of film. That's how labs used to do black and white, bulk. You just put it on the, the rack and you put it in your, your tank. Nice. So you can do quite a lot of film inexpensively at once. So it's consistent, and that's like consistency is my word of the year. <laughs> what level of photographer would be interested in this? Any. Really? How accessible is it? Incredibly. Um, they're on eBay all the time. In the 4x5 and smaller sizes, they're free. Right. I mean, they really, they're, they're ubiquitous. You can get them from anybody. Lots of uh, old studios closing will just give them to you. Now, the bigger sizes, 8x10, or the big gal- several-gallon baskets, mm-hmm. they cost a bit of coin. You know, you might spend 70, 80 bucks yeah. getting them. They were made in the 40s. Oh, right, right, right. And they're stainless steel. Yep. And as long as they're not, like, completely after bent, F. You're, you're good. I had a couple that were bent. You bend them back. Like, okay. it's, they're resilient. They hold... Well, um, they handle, like, the chemistry doesn't eat away at them. They're really nicely mm-hmm. coated, and it's just really good for consistent results, and that's just, like, that's word of the day. <laughs> that is a dorkroom tip of the day. Hey, remember Susan who won the uh, SX-70 camera? Did yes. We talked about her earlier. Yeah, Susan Steyer, yeah. She actually wrote a letter. Oh, great. Hi, Mike. I just want to say thank you for the gorgeous custom-skinned SX-70 and the pack of impossible color protection film you sent. I can't believe I won. I took the camera out for a spin yesterday at Mount Vernon, George Washington's estate, just down the Potomac River from Washington, D.C. Oh, I bet she ran past uh, Brandon Edwards. Yes. <laughs> the photos are on my Flickr page. Hey, we just saw them. Yes. Mount Vernon plus FPP plus TIP, if you'd like to take a peek. Thanks again. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and a frequent shopper in the FPP store. Keep the FPP going, and it's a lot of hard work, and I really appreciate it. Cheers, Susan Steyer. Nice. I'm a little choked up. It's the end of the year. It's okay. We got another great one coming. Yes. How, but how can we make it better than 2012? Uh, well, I can tell you. Everyone out there can make it better by donating to the FPP. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are, uh, in all, I'm very sincere about this, we are, we are uh, completely dedicated to continuing the show. 
we uh, are going to have a we have another full year 2013 plan. There'll be another year coming of FPP, and we cannot do it without you. First of all, without you guys listening, we would not do this show. No. If, if we did not, if we did not have the listenership, if we had a handful of listeners, we would not be able to continue. But we have a worldwide, global network of listeners. Overwhelming amount of folks listening in the UK. Uh, up in Norway area, yep. Uh, of course, here in the United States, Australia, and uh, you can help out by uh, going to the filmphotographypodcast.com and there's a donate button. And if you don't have any cash to donate, which is fine, maybe you could send some film, or if you have a camera you'd like to pass along for us to give away, yeah, we put or, it in the right hands. Yep, or say, hey, this is okay for you guys to auction off to raise some cash for the show. So um, we are moving into 2013, another exciting year. I already hear rumblings about us returning to the UK. Oh well, in June 2013, it's looking good. It's looking good. I know, Matt, you've been uh, saving the pennies, saving some pennies. To, we had such a good year this year at the PDN. I'm guessing we'll be back uh, at the PDN Photo Expo, and there's some chit chat amongst myself and Matt and Leslie and the rest of the FPP guys about doing some type of workshop and it will be uh, an FPP walking workshop which means it'll be a photo walk but to do something a little more comprehensive oh good because I feel that we've been doing these great FPP meetups but you know I run into a lot of folks on the uh, photo walks who don't shoot Polaroid they've heard me chatting about it but wouldn't it be great for them to get up like right then and there grab a Polaroid automatic land camera and load it and see what it's like to pull the film out Mm -hmm. because you you have to experience it. You do. and once you do, you're confident, and you can just go with it. But until then, you know, people have been people always write in saying, "Oh, well, I wasted yeah. the first two packs trying to figure it out." It's yeah. Like, with a, not doing that on a photo walk, kind of feels like wasting yeah. our expertise. <laughs> you know what comes to mind is uh, FPP listener John Meadows. Mm-hmm. He bought an FPP uh, Polaroid 100 from uh, the FPP store, and I hand delivered it to him in Cleveland, Ohio. And now he's like hooked and as soon as it went to his hands like I I can't describe it you have to see it to believe it I mean he really made it his own Mm -hmm. his photography his model photography is so suited for that camera especially when he does the the uh, FP3000B negative scan yes it's a gritty grindy Mm -hmm. and John is shooting like steampunk yes he's getting into that a little bit 1800s kind of Grindy, gritty, and he's done um, FP100C reclaiming negatives by bleaching those the negative. Great, those softer tones. Yep. Yeah. So uh, to, the idea of doing a uh, FPP meetup would be like, let's get some cameras in the hands of people, FPP listeners, who maybe never shot with a Polaroid camera or uh, do, do, does not know how to do a um, an emotion transfer, a, a Polaroid transfer, mm-hmm. which is taking FP100C, taking the goopy side and <laughs> slamming it on a piece of uh, artistic paper mm-hmm. and like, you know, rubbing it and then you peel it and then the emulsion sticks to the paper. I know a great printmaking lab where we could do that. Oh, <laughs> is that right? Yeah. That'd be great. So I, I think we're going to have a lot of great stuff lined up for 
best wishes to all our listeners out there. This has been a, a yeah, great, ha- the best year ever. Happy holidays. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Yep. Someone get get to the website now. Not not tomorrow. Now sign up for our Chrome Tastic Christmas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A very Chrome Christmas because someone is going to come away with a roll of film. Chrome Tastic. Paint. Paid film mailer. Yep. A pan of view, yep. slide viewer. Whoa, whoa. We're going to go out with uh, some tunes. With Smoovin', some uh, Pink Delicates. Ooh, all right. So, yes. And my, I'm getting all quiet because it's quiet time of year, you know, at night. And, like, you know, all the holiday lights light up in your town, this around the world. And, you know, <laughs> you know, like midway through the, like, around this time of year, like, Santa Claus rides in on, like, fire truck here in the US. I don't know if you guys have that overseas. But you ever have that? You know what that is? They have yeah. that in Midwest? Yeah, they have it in the Midwest. Like Santa Claus comes in on a fire truck. Some stores it comes in on a helicopter. Yeah, we have uh in, in Ohio they do the airport. The yeah. airport calls in, they say, Oh, they saw Santa fly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a great year. I want to say goodbye to everybody and uh keep shooting film. See you next year. Yeah. Baby and me
baby and me Now there ain't no snow on the ground And my thermostat has been turned down The Christmas lights, they are gone And I've spent Christmas night alone To live To
Slowly drive. 